What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Vantage Point Podcast, where we bring insight, keys, and perspective to daily living through the lens of God. I'm your host, Nick, and man, welcome, welcome, welcome to week four of this series we've been in called Authority. I'm telling you, if you've been tuning in, uh, it's been an amazing series. We're hearing from some awesome, awesome authors and their works. And and I want to encourage you to go back. If you haven't heard the first three weeks, if this is your first time with Vantage Point, welcome. Uh, We're so glad you're here, wherever you're listening from. But today is an exciting day because my pastor is on the show, y'all. My pastor is on the show talking about her new book. And let me tell y'all, we, we've been talking about a, a bunch of different topics in this whole series. And today I feel like just read, just knowing what I know about the book, we're going to be talking about purpose. We're going to be talking about a little bit of purpose. We're going to be talking about getting some things back in order. And, and when I tell you, you don't want to miss in, you want to lock in whatever you're doing, taking notes, do what you got to do. Cause I already know, um, if you have not heard my pastor, you're about to, uh, we might do a couple ignite church Tulsa plugs. So just be ready. Uh, you might get a new church home today after the end of this. I'm just want y'all to be ready. Um, uh, but I'm going to let her introduce herself and we're going to jump right into this thing. Pastor, the floor is yours. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. I am Katria Bell. I'm Pastor Katria Bell, and I am so elated. I am so elated, Pastor Nick, to be on this platform. It is an honor uh, to be a part, um, to be able to speak to your audience. I am so excited about what God is going to do, what he is going to say. Um, I am a mother of six, not six babies, but um, I have um, four adult children and I have two teenagers at home. I am also senior leader of Ignite Church Tulsa. Come on, my Ignite Church family. Hey, uh, I am so super excited. I'm also a public author. um, And I am so just super excited. I have a multiplicity of hats that I wear. I'm also a businesswoman. I'm an entrepreneur as well. Um, I I am in so many different lanes and I'm just super excited to be a part of this conversation that's going to take place today on um, this lane that I operate in um, that God has called me to in the lane of being an author. And um, thank you so much for inviting me onto the show. Um, I'm super excited. Oh yeah, we we are excited. Y'all are in for a treat. I'm telling you, if there, you heard you heard who she is, you heard Pastor Katrina, all the hats, and, and I'm telling you, every hat is purpose. So so who better to give us this this next thirty to forty minutes or however long we're gonna be here about purpose? And so we've talked about the hat of author. That's what we're talking about today. And this is actually the book we're going to talk about. It's her third published book, and it's called Girl, Yes, You Can. And I don't want you to pause there because I know it says girl, but trust me, there's some nuggets in this book that go, it, it ain't it ain't limited to gender. I just want you to know it's not to the okay. ladies. It, you can still get something from this, fellas. You can still get something. So, Pastor Katria, go and just give us a little bit of the backstory and what gave, what led to this uh, this work coming out. You know, um, I was actually involved in some other things that um, God had me and my late husband um, involved in. We were were pastoring at the time, and um, I have always had a heart for women. I've always had a heart um, for those that were coming from broken places and um, being displaced um, by trauma, um, by heartache. And um, God has always given me a love for going in to help those upward. Um, I realized that at this particular time, there was an urgency. The Holy Spirit really led me um, to um, urgently write um, this manuscript on helping people to understand, and you said it, um, Pastor Nick, to help them understand their identity, who they are, and mm-hmm. their purpose in the earth realm, the authority that they walk in in the earth realm, and to help to encourage. There, you re- you'd be surprised at how many people um, are in the earth and don't have a proper support system. They don't hear um, the, the 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 term, yes, you can. You can yeah, do yeah. this. You can go forward. And so um, because this is already in my lane and helping to encourage so many women across this country, I've traveled for years going around the country, literally encouraging women about who they are and to rise up out of the ashes ashes because God can give give us beauty for our ashes and um, he can make something beautiful out of something that was a total wreck and so I um, this was a heart posture this was a heart uh, this mm-hmm. was a baby of, of the heart and so um, I wrote this book literally 
um, Pastor Nick within uh, within three months. Oh wow! <laughs> it was the quickest I've ever Ooh. written a book. But there was such a level of urgency. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'll talk about this a little later as we go along. But I'm realizing more and more now um, some of the true purposes of the book. But literally, it was just um, an act of obedience. But when I tell you when he started, the Lord started speaking to me. The faucet was turned on. And before I knew it, I had a full um, book and it is powerful to say the least because now it's ministering to me, but we'll talk about that in a moment. But yeah. 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 I, and you know, I know my, I know my wife is reading it and, and in that thing, and I see so many people posting about it and it's something interesting. You said, um, how, how people don't have this, you know, that they, they've never heard. Yes, you can. And, yeah. and so even as you were talking, it was, I was writing things down and, and, you know, what have we heard, right? We've heard, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I could, you know, mm -hmm. um, I can't do that. Or just really, if we flip the title, what have we, girl, no, you can't, you can't mm -hmm. do that. Right? right. Or other people saying that. Right. But right. What, what I'm hearing is, you know, this book really came at a time where people needed an anthem. They needed yes. something that they could hold on to to walk yes. with, even in the midst of turmoil, even in the midst of doubt, even in the midst of fear, because those are a lot of the things that prevent that. Yes, you can. And, and yes. so I would love to just expound on that a little more. Um, when, when, you know, you said you've traveled and you've seen things, what, what have you seen? Like when you're talking to people, when you're kind of ministering and you see this, this, because sometimes, you know, and I, and you know, I've been blessed to be on stage and teaching and you can see like, I know they're hearing me. Right. I, I know they're, but they're not, it, it's just not getting there. You know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's at the surface still. They haven't internalized it. And so I, I'm exactly. curious as you've traveled and as you ministered, when you think of these things and even where the book came from, what are some things you do see in this culture in our world today where, where this is, you know, those other statements I said ring louder than yes, you can. Wow. That's such a powerful question because, you know, so many people, um, we can hear it. Like you said, you can speak till you're blue in the face about, you can do this. I can say to you, um, Pastor Nick, you can do this. But if you don't believe it, if you don't know this, yeah, it, yeah. and you said it properly, it has to be internalized. Mm -hmm. This is something that has to go to your core. I There is a ringing sound. There is a, a resounding sound and pattern within the book. I say the statement at the end of every probably four or five times within each chapter. Girl, yes, you can. Why? Because God said so. Girl, yes, you can. Reminding people. But eventually it lends to you saying that, mm -hmm. yes, I can. Instead of you believing or depending on something that I've said, what I've seen is that so many um, past experiences, whether that's molestation, whether that's domestic violence, whether um, that's um, even personal addictions, things of that nature that can literally cloud um, our abilities and make us second guess, well, God can't really use me after this, you know, can God still utilize me? Can Does he even still want me? Because a lot of times the lie from the enemy is letting, making us think mm -hmm. that now we're damaged goods. And I think that's been the the really the heart of it um, in this book. God wants to go inward. He he wants to go to those dark places that we really don't want anybody to see, that we really yeah, yeah, yeah. don't want anybody to know about. And those are the places that God digs deep in this book. He wants to go behind the scenes. This book, when you're reading it, it's just you and God, they're talking. This is a mm -hmm. personal letter from God to the heart of the people that are reading this book. Let's take off the mask. Let's take off the facade. Come Let's on. take off all of the things that you've been using to cover up, to show and give people what you want them to believe mm -hmm. about who you are good. and want them to believe that that everything is okay but god is now sending people into the earth that can see past your mask come on that's what this book is really about we're going to get to the nitty-gritty we're going to get to the root of it and not a lot of times i find that people in pain they're really reaching for help they want somebody yeah. to see them people don't like being in pain come on people don't want to be distraught they don't want to feel like it hope is all gone and mm -hmm. what i love about what god gave me in the book he goes into this deep place with you where he makes it a safe place. This mm -hmm. book is in a conversation mode where God is literally, where I am as an author, the Holy Spirit speaking through me, 
with having a personal conversation with you that's thought-provoking. It makes you think about what's really going on. Let me go deeper, because sometimes we can suppress things and act like things are not going on, but this is a thought-provoker. It is one that will make you go back and like, hmm, there is something there. Hmm, I have been hiding that for years and years. So I've saw, I've seen this where people have hidden things and, and there are these silent wars and these mental battles that we've been fighting, but we have allowed that to um, literally, um, literally junk up, you know, our space mm -hmm. where the, the true purpose of God does, is not able to rise up and um, we can't move forward. But those are some of the things that I've seen. But that's how the book aids in taking you into a deeper place. It makes you unveil. Mm. It helps you There's to unveil. Let's take off, unveil um, be, be before the Lord. And it's not that you're doing this in front of everybody because places like this, you're not very vulnerable. You don't want to feel vulnerable with everybody. Exactly. But this book provides a safe place where we're having a conversation. We're talking. And then eventually you realize that no longer are you speaking with the author, but now you're in a place where you're talking directly to God. You know, you, you said something that um, you said it a few times and I hope people caught it. I hope they really caught it. You know, it went from girl. Yes, you can comma because God said so. And because he said so, you can, you know, and when you talk about even taking that to another level of unveiling, right? There's so many things we talked about. We mentioned it earlier, doubt, fear, insecurity, things that have happened, you know, checkered past, think bad things, mullets, all of those things, right? Yeah. Those things we can be covered in. We cover ourselves with that. Yeah. And we, and we can't even see past it. We're so covered. We can't see the purpose that God has. We can't see the the things he wants us to do, the books he wants us to write, the songs he wants us to sing, the, the messages he wants us to teach or the people he wants us to just talk to and introduce, yeah. him, introduce them to him. And when you talk about unveiling, that's the beauty of and when you when I hear you in the book is, you know what, this isn't about me talking to you through my word. This is about God talking to you and getting you to a place to unveil. Yes. Are you comfortable enough stripping down there it is. in front of him? Because that's ultimately, even when I'm reading the description, you talk about living a life with intent. Yes. I don't know my intent if I'm clouded by other stuff. Because right. then, my, then my intent is cloudy. It looks yes. shaky. It looks weird. It looks like, oh, I think that's what it is. And so we kind of close our eyes and throw darts at purpose. Yeah. Like, let me just, I think that's what it is. I, I think right. that's what it is. But we haven't gotten in front of him and unveiled ourselves. And, and right. so I'm, I'm curious, even as we kind of go into that conversation, because I'm, you know, we, we've talked about it at Ignite Church Tulsa. We've talked about it here a little bit, but God is so wrapped in your purpose. Come on. He's so wrapped in it um, that we sometimes forget that and we get caught up in desires and emotions and everything else. Yes. But I'm curious, you know, how do you connect that in the book? How do you continue to drive that, like almost leading them back to that point? Like you can because God said you can. He's ordained you to do that. He's purposed you to do that. He's called you to do that. And, and, and even for people listening, how do you encourage them to kind of get into that mindset? Wow. At the very beginning of the book, I this was actually the last edition. I wrote the full book and then went back to write the preface of the book. It was the Come last on. chapter and it's called Your Kingdom Assignment literally is the preface of the book yeah, and yeah. it begins and, and it was so important because before we can um, realize that we can do what it is that call, God has called us to do in the earth realm, you have to understand the uh, intention of God even bringing you into the earth. You have to understand that there was levels of authority as ambassadors of Christ, as ambassadors of the kingdom of God, you have been deputized with authority to move 
in the earth realm. If you don't even understand the weight that you carry in the earth, and I think if we under, if we understand it, actually, let me go from to the positive aspect because we always talk about what takes away from who mm-hmm. we are and what takes away. We've got to start to chant for, to, um, to to focus our attention on what God says about us. Let's go back to the beginning because we've spent enough time investing into what people say we can't do. We've spent enough time listening to our own negative thoughts about us. And what I try to do in the book by the leading of the Holy Spirit is to help you focus and change your perspective and make you remember, go back to remember what was God's intention concerning you from the very beginning. And one of the lines um, that's in the book, something that one of the um, chapters that I wrote is that we have to understand as children of God, we reference kingdom in the realm of God's rule and reign as the authority of God. The work, can we, we go into breaking down what kingdom is, but then it, I, I jump down to talk about the, to accomplish this instruction in the earth, you must understand your authority. How can we be authorized with power and facilitate um, um, heaven's actions on behalf of God when we have not even embraced the identity that God has given us. Many times, it's not that we don't know that we don't have a purpose. We have a hard time believing what God says about us. Mm. There is a difference because it's easy to say, well, everybody has purpose. Well, of course, yes, we can throw that statement out. But can you believe the magnitude of what God is showing you? Listen, many of us have not been in this earth realm and not seen a glimpse usually of what God has for us. Mm -hmm. He's not a God that won't reveal to us at least a snippet of what's in you. Most of the time, we're already operating in realms of the call that we're called to be in the earth realm. It comes natural because it's just what God is, the flow that he's put on the inside of you. That may be a love for children. That may be um, a love for um, public speaking. That may be a love or uh, a business acumen for entrepreneurship. It's like, well, I'm I'm already kind of flowing in that, but the enemy loves to dilute um, our, our Full, the full weight of authority in the things of God. So I, I begin the books by speaking and reminding people of, again, who they are, what was God's intention for, about you, and that you don't have to wait to rise in that level of authority. Mm. Wow. Come on. You don't have to wait. Sometimes we feel like, oh, I have to wait till I get this in order and I have to do this. And do. No, listen, you can start where you are right now operating in the authority because it's like someone giving you access and keys to a building and then you go back and say well can i enter the building so that means you already have access that means you have the authority because i've given you the authority whether that's my house whether that's my office Mm -hmm. building i've given you access to walk in that building with the authority that has already been given to do what you need to do and many of us are walking around in the earth realm just like that but god i don't know if i can well that's why i say because god said so he's giving you the keys to operate you don't know the authority because we have not referenced the manual under the authority of god Mm. say it one more time for him we have not we do not know the realms of authority we have to, we have and we, what we can operate in is because we do not reference the manual that gives us our realms and our sphere of influence and the, the, the parameters and the boundaries of what the authority is that we can operate in. If you really knew who you are. Wow. My on. God, that is a threat to the enemy. The enemy fights day and night. The kingdom of darkness wants to keep you from operating in full understanding when you grab a hold of who you really are. That's when you're going to wreak havoc on the kingdom of darkness. And the enemy knows it. So he uses everything, anybody that is willing to be used to make you second guess. And I hear the Lord saying that it is time to come out of that season of you second guessing who you are, what he established before you were in your mother's womb, what he established in the earth realm before you even entered the earth realm. Mm. He preordained your authority. He preordained your existence. That never changed. What changed? We allow circumstances. We allow people. And it's time out for it because the earth is groaning. The Bible says the earth is groaning, waiting for the sons and daughters to rise up. The sons and daughters of God to rise in the earth so that the earth can get the answers that it needs. And guess what? The answers are within us because God dwells in us. And we have hindered God from being able for his glory, from being able to be glorified in the earth realm because we carry the answer. Come on. 
Come on. That's the authority that we've got to walk in. It is crucial. It goes past, past and I'm past Dick, I hope I'm not talking too much. It, it just goes it. past. Yeah. It goes past us just accepting it because it is going to make us feel better or so we can feel, feel fulfilled in the earth. Listen, your, your rule of authority in the earth realm, your purpose and destiny has people connected to it. When you realize the urgency, the urgent nature of people that are waiting on the answer that you're carrying, this mm. goes so far yeah, past yeah. us. And God is saying, if you just come on, just trust and believe that if you just make say the yes and take the step, I'll give you the answers. But God, I don't know. And I'm not qualified, but I, I, I qualify the unqualified. Come on. I give the instruction to those that will give me their yes. And God is asking for yeah. our yes today. Whew. Look, I, this is why we waited for you to be on part four. Now we're talking about purpose. And yeah. not only purpose, but authority. That's the name of the series. And one thing I know I didn't I didn't share, but the the description of the series, it says this one definition of authority is possessing the power to influence mm. others, mm. especially because of one's commanding manner or recognized knowledge about something. And when we look at authors, which is someone who originates or creates something, we put the definitions together and we know and, and we say this authors are not only the originators of their work. They have recognized knowledge of the subject within their work. Wow. And so if you're listening to what PK is is talking, this is what this is what I call my pal, I call her PK that, that, you know, she has a lot of names. I've heard at least six, but that's the one I use. Um, but she's talking about something, y'all. She's trying to show you that the authority is in you. You literally yeah. have it. And that's what I, when I read, even when you read about Jesus and the disciples, yes. they had to come to a point that they recognized, wait a minute, the same authority Come on. That was in him is in me. It's in me. Yeah. Because they had to get to a point where they had to be without him. Mm. And they had to walk in a sense of authority to go start the church, to go preach and heal the people. Yes. And when you see them starting to step into it, you start to see a boldness. You start to see transformation. I mean, we can talk about Paul. Yeah. And when he realized what really was in him. My God. And I and I love talking about Paul because and what I love about him is is something I wish we would, you know, as even as Christians, we would latch on to. Paul went as hard as he could as when he was Saul. Yeah. He, we can't we can't not say that he wasn't slaying Christians as he went hard for that. Yes, he did. But when he discovered his purpose and when he understood his authority, do you know he took the same passion, energy, effort, and determination to go win souls? Yes. When you read his letters in Revelation, when you read the letters to the churches, the, the books yes. to the churches, Yes. This man is speaking. He he and it was so sad because people couldn't get past. Ain't that Paul? Ain't that yeah. the And then when they started to get past it, mm -hmm. all the authority that was unlocked in him. He was talking to Christians harder than they was talking to themselves. Listen, come on. And when you talk about, you know, process, I mean it wasn't that much time after. Damascus that he was yes. on it. Listen, come on. Stepped into it and ran with it. You talk about you're running with something. it. Ooh, you saying something right there. When cuz it's it's when you unlock an authority, when you unlock authority and we've yes, had sir. this conversation. So that's why I know we we looking at <laughs> we we hearing it when you gave me a certain level of authority. That's all I needed to it. hear. That's I didn't it. question it, it no more. That's I it. didn't I didn't well, wait a minute. Is that what she said? No, 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 no. You have the authority to do this. Yes. 
That's all I needed to hear. And so when I'm thinking of people who are listening or going to listen to this, if God told you, you have the authority to do this. Yes, sir. Would you do it? Would you still question it? Because he's already said so to you. He's already told you, I'm giving you this authority. Yes. Now, what do you do with it? Because it's one thing to operate when I don't know I have it. Right. But then the accountability falls on me once I know I have it. That's and it. now how do I operate in it? And so even as, as you were talking, I'm, I was writing so much stuff down and you brought up the enemy. And, and I love talking about this because when you understand your enemy, mm. and I think we give, we, we give the devil a whole lot of credit. Come on. But we don't understand him enough. We give him too much credit the wrong way. That's exactly right. And when we think about it, because even I'm thinking back when I was in the military mm-hmm. and they would train us on our enemy. Yes. We knew everything about it. So we weren't blaming anything on him. Mm-hmm. But we knew every nuance, every this. And when you know the enemy's greatest thing to to rob you of the knowledge. What if Adam really understood his purpose? Jesus. What what if we got that you know and and so when i think about when you're saying that it's like think about just that moment if he can just distract you enough that you don't hear from god about having authority just a little bit it don't even have to be big it could be just the littlest distraction that little seed of insecurity that's it that little seed of fear you can't do that because for me I know he'll he'll tap on something from my past. Come on. They're not going to listen to you. They won't do this. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Remember that shy little kid you were didn't talk? You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And it could be up to the point of stepping on a stage or up to the point of stepping on a microphone or about to pick yes. up the pen to write. And he will show up. But if you yes. know that, again, the what authority do you have? Yes. How do you speak to the demons? Wow. Because if you don't have authority, if you don't recognize the authority, you can't speak to demons. Come on. You you can't talk to them. Because even they have to bow down to what the word says. That's it. Even they have to bow down to the authority. We, We see that in the Bible. Even the demons. Come on. Listen to Jesus. They recognize. Come they on. recognize that, and yes. so I would love to go in that a little bit when you when you think about people and and because it's a whole lot of we get, we give them we give him a lot of credit. We can't do this because he's he's here he's here and I'm I'm just you know. But how do we you know we talked about recognizing it and understanding it, but now when you understand it, I, I want to give people the playbook. I want I want to give them this whole thing. So now that you understand the authority and you see it. How do you navigate with it? I love it. I just I just pulled up the scripture, 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, and uh, from the King James Version. And before I read, I want to express that you have a responsibility. Um, Pastor Nick, you said something very powerful. Now that the, you've been given the access and the authority, now there is a level of responsibility. The Bible says too much of what much is required, which means now you're held accountable for what you've given act been given access to. Mm, and so good. the way to begin to fight off, because there is still going to be a battle, just because you recognize your authority and you walk in that place of authority, doesn't mean that the enemy will stop. But I'm going to be honest with you, and I agree with you before I read the scripture, something that you said so powerfully, the enemy, he can just sow a little small seed, just a little yeast can leaven the whole, you know, the whole lump. That's the Bible. It only takes a little bit. And he really doesn't have to come in swinging and fighting and snatching things. He does just enough to make you forfeit your own position and your own um, position of authority. He does that because he knows he knows how to use vulnerabilities and he knows how to use your triggers. He knows how to use your past against you. And what we have to do is we have to now retaliate 
retaliate. The Bible says the kingdom of um, God suffered violence, but the violent take it by force. You've got to be so adamant about what it is that God is giving you that you do not bow, you do not bend, you do not compromise. We're not playing um, patty cake with the enemy anymore. When you realize, when you know your enemy and you know that his assignment is to kill, steal, and to destroy from you, then you've got to come back. With, come on, you've got to come back with some power and say, not so. But I want to read this, um, this scripture. And it says in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, it says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalt, exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, not some thoughts, because we're talking about a lot of what we hear. The reason the topic of the, the book resonated with so many people is because when you when you read out the, the title, Girl, Yes, You Can, you can hear somebody saying it to you. It's one of those titles where you yeah. can hear somebody saying, Girl, Yes, You Can, that that, that title is already speaking to you because mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's telling you what you can do. It's giving you a reminder of what you already have access to. But what I love about the scripture is that we have to do our due diligence, even walking in authority, because the enemy will try to catch you slipping. OK, Come he'll on. start slipping things in there and you'll be like, wait a minute, how did I how did I even start thinking down that path? Well, we have to do due diligence to take every thought captive. It's like, wait a minute now, Pastor Katrina, that's a lot of capturing because we have a lot of thoughts running back and forth. But as a person of authority, you cannot afford to have just any thought running in your real estate of your mind. People, kingdom people with kingdom authority understand the, the, the property value of your mind. The, mm -hmm. I think Joyce Meyer said it great with the battlefield of the mind. The greatest battles and the, the wars that a lot of times that we win or lose is in the area of your mind. And so that's why 2 Corinthians 5, that's why the, the scripture that I just read there says, this is how you fight. This is how you fight this battle. This is how you fight this enemy that wants to tell you everything other than what God is telling you concerning your purpose and your destiny. You have to rise up and say, nope, Shut up, devil. Not going to listen. I'm not even for it today because I am reiterating in this season who I am. You've got to begin to now rehearse what God says, who you are, what you are to do. And you have to now become the um, partner. There you, thank you, Holy Ghost. You have to partner with God in what he said with, about you. That means I have to start doing some of the work so that I will say it until I believe it. And even if internally I'm not there yet, you can start now getting in the mirror and start speaking over yourself who God says you are. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing the word of God. You will say it enough and you'll believe it until you believe it. You will say it enough until you believe it. There was a season in my life, and I'm very transparent in the book, where I've dealt with those places of insecurity, Pastor Nick, that you were talking about, the places of being um, undervalued and not feeling that I was worthy and not mm -hmm. feeling that I was usable in the things of God. And God put me on assignment uh, one season, and he said, I want you to get in the mirror every day before you go to work, and I need you to decree and declare these statements. And I had to write down these things that the Lord said about me. I had to go get some scriptures and some things. I had to do some due diligence. If I really wanted the work done, I had to partner with God on it yeah. because it, listen, in our Bible, everything is accessible. God tells us all these things, but if you don't put action to your faith, then the Bible says the works are dead. Faith without works is dead. And we're wondering sometimes why we're still in these cycles, why we're still battling these things, because you want to check and make sure that you're participating and being accountable on the proper level mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you have a responsibility in the authority that you've been given. Come on. I don't want, um, my um, a general of, of of an army. You come from from the military. You don't want your superior officers throwing blame and responsibility on everybody else. Come on, as a yeah. leader of a group as, in authority, they take responsibility for the ranking or the the soldiers that are underneath their authority. It's the same thing with us. It's the same thing. We have to take responsibility. So that means I have to properly protect my mind. I have to properly protect my heart. I have to hear what God is saying concerning me. So whatever that requires, I'm willing to put in the work. And that means even fighting off the enemy. Why? Because I know I have the authority to do so. Amen. 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 And that's the thing that um, even in each of these episodes, you know, it, it's been this, this, you know, you hear the authority coming out. You hear the understanding, like even as we talk about purpose and authority in this episode, 
there's there's this there's there's a power behind it there's a there's a a a forcefulness behind it and and i know you're hearing the passion you're hearing it because there's such a level of understanding about pk's purpose and about the authority she has there's no question about it and as you continue to operate in it i love the example even with the generals or even being accountable like once you once you know it and you accept it now you gotta now you gotta go do it you gotta execute you you know it's one thing when you don't know the plan you don't know what you know right you don't know it right right now that i know it i need to go operate in it because once i give it to you you know the same thing if i give orders out okay you didn't know before but now i'm giving you that authority so when i come back and you say, I didn't do it. Yeah. Well, why not? I gave you the authority. I gave you the access. You had the ability. Why haven't you done it? Why haven't you done it? And I don't know about anybody that's listening, but I even wrote this this morning. Um, the last thing I want to do is get to heaven. And God asked me, I gave you all that authority. Why didn't you do anything with it? That's a sad day. Like I, I, I wanted that to sit there for. Like think about that. Whether whatever you're, you know, you're feeling God is calling you to. You're feeling if it's a book, if it's a song, if it's a ministry, if it's teaching. It could be. It don't have to be. You know, I think sometimes we look at purpose and think it's this big. Sometimes purpose is just. Walking across the street and helping the helping the the elderly woman across the street. Because God been talking to you about that. That's it. But you won't do it. I don't. I don't. That 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 don't make sense. God, go serve the homeless people in your city. You don't know the connection points that happen when you start to. Because really, it goes into obedience. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It goes into an obedience. Once you accept it and understand it, now you have an obedience to go execute it. That's it. And, and, and you know, something you mentioned um, with the book, and it talks about no longer being copycats. Mm. Because one of the one of the beautiful things about purpose is my purpose and yours. That's right. We may be doing the same thing. Yes. But we're not doing it the same way. That's right. We we have giftings, we have abilities, we have different things that have positioned us to act out on that purpose. Yes. And so when I'm thinking, because it, you know, we can get into, and if we're real, let's just be real with people. We've been real this whole time. Right. Sometimes when it comes to purpose, we get into comparison. Mm, okay, God, you called me to be a singer. Well, God, I don't, some of that I can't is because, oh, I don't sound like them. Right. That's good. Well, see, the thing is, God didn't create you to sound like her. He created you to sound like you. Right. So are you going to let what God didn't give you in ability dictate what you, because he's still with you, whether you sound like Beyonce or whether you sound like, I don't know, somebody else. Right. You know? I, I um and I know PK, you know I'm I'm big on sports, and one thing I love that Kobe Bryant had always said is I don't want to be the next Michael Jordan. Mm. I want to be the yeah. I want to be Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that's what I want to be. Yeah, and I'm watching him and I'm learning from him, but in my purpose, my walk, I want to be the best me. Me, that's and, it. And so I want to go into, you know, just a little bit about copycats and embracing authenticity in your purpose. Listen, that's such a huge thread in this book about identity and that you are an original. Nobody can do you better than you because God made it that way. Nobody has your fingerprint. No one has no one can be as effective, not to say other people can't do some of the things that you do, but not the way that you do it, not the way that God has called you. There's a chapter in the book, chapter one. It's called, I can't wear their armor. It doesn't fit. That's one of the chapters. That's chapter one Oof. in the book. I can't wear their armor. It doesn't fit. And I referenced 1 Samuel 17, um, 38, when David is on the battlefield, when his 
his father sent David to go check on his brothers and take his brother's lunch. And he sees Goliath and something rolls up, purpose rolls up. Come on, thank you, Holy Ghost. Purpose rolls up on the inside of David. He was going there for one thing, but he didn't realize that he was running dab smack in the middle of purpose. And oh God, I hear you. Something you said, Pastor Nick, when you when you have the authority, obedient that 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 causes you to execute. And in your obedience, that word is for somebody, in your effort of obedience to move and to step in, then you'll realize you'll walk smack dab into the thing that you've been asking God for. You've been waiting on it in the location that you're in right now, but God is waiting for you to move. When you take the step of faith and move in that thing, then guess what? Purpose was awaiting on you already. It was was already already waiting. Come on. David walked was minding his business, being obedient to the instruction of his father and ran right smack dab into purpose, not realizing that that was about to set the stage for his next assignment. It was about to set the stage for his promotion as he was walking on, just trying to figure out, just trying to be obedient. And that's the thing. We're asking for God, this big next list and step. But God is saying, just be obedient. I don't, I, I guess we had to go down that trail right had there for to. a moment. Just a little about bit. About obedience. Just yeah. a little bit. But you struck something when you said that. You stirred me up when you said that. But in that moment, as he was stepping into purpose, what I love about David in this moment, David was so confident and who God had called him to be already. David was mastering the level that God had already put him in as a shepherd boy. Yeah, yeah. This is powerful. Come he on. was mastering that. He killed the lion. He killed the bear. Come on. He came yeah. into contact with things and not even realizing the things that God was already utilizing with David already was preparing him for what my husband used to call the big P. He was operating in the little P, that yeah, small yeah. purpose. When you don't think, well, God, I, you can't be preparing me for the bigger thing by where I am right now. But that's a lie from the pit of hell. What you're doing now is already preparing you for what we call the greater area, but all of it is purpose. What I love that David did when Saul was, um, he was trying to help. King Saul was trying to assist him and saying, you know what? The, 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 the king was, was saying to him, you know, you can't go out there just like this. You're a young boy. You're going to need some armor. And they tried to put the armor, the soldier's armor. You got to realize David was still a young man. Yeah, David yeah. was not a full grown man as of yet. So this armor, I can imagine the massive nature of this armor that they tried to put on him. And I speak about it in this chapter that, that I can't wear their armor. It doesn't fit. David said, no. I've got to come with what I've already been given. Whoo, this thing is powerful. I'm getting excited about it because he understood that. I understand that you're trying to help me. See, these are some words that some of us are going to have to start speaking to people that are genuinely trying to help you. But you've got to be so adamant about and confident and, and embracing what God is giving you to know that it is enough. That's the purpose of the book, to let you know what you've got is enough to start. You don't need some of you thinking, well, I got to go get this. And and it's nothing wrong with training. It's nothing wrong with secondary education. But God is not wanting you to wait to get there before he starts using you right now. David said, nope, I got to go get what I'm adjusted to, what God has already been training me in. He went to a brook. And he's got five smooth stones and he pulled that slingshot out of his bag. And some people looked at him like, you're crazy. Goliath even laughed. And that's the thing about it. You can't be afraid of the laughter because Mm -hmm. what you're bringing to the table, many people will look at you and say, you can't be coming here to to open up this business. You don't, you don't have the background. You don't have the money. See, we got to be careful about the Goliaths in our life because when you operate in authority and purpose, there's going to be a Goliath. But what are you going to come back with? You've got to be so sure that God is already equipped you with enough come on david had to know his god he said i don't know where you've come from and i'm paraphrasing the word this uncircumcised philistine but this day i will have your head come on you coming down he was confident and what god has given him what is god saying to us right now you've got to be confident to know that what he's already given you is enough break out of the, the the limitations that people have put on you and telling you what you can and cannot do did god say go to the the battlefield and and bring goliath down if he said it you better believe that you can do it it's already done what you have is enough take off their armor it doesn't fit you mentioned something that was so good and you talked about the small p the small purpose the and how even david when he went to the he wasn't even there for goliath he wasn't he was there for for something it was a small purpose yeah he was obedient to what his father told him to do yeah bring them some some food 
That's yeah. what I need you to do. And, and and the Holy Spirit literally showed me, you don't know what your small P leads to. Ooh, Because even on. going back to an example we gave earlier, what, what if helping the homeless leads to you running a facility for them? Come on, say it. You know, I'll take it a step further. This podcast that y'all are listening to uh, that we're on, this started two years ago out of an obedience to God. Wow. Wow. And he said, use your voice. And he's telling somebody who didn't, who one, don't, I don't like the sound of my voice. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I was, I, you know, my, I mentioned another episode in another series. I had a cousin who gave us all nicknames. He was a jokester. Mm-hmm. He gave us nicknames. My nickname was Clam. I mm-hmm. didn't talk. I didn't talk wow. to people. I didn't talk to unless I was talked to. So right. I was not the kid you had to tell to shut up. Because I, wow. I talked to you if I was spoken to. Yeah. But now hosting something, this podcast, this episode, reaching 33 nations. And even that just sits with me a little bit. Somebody will hear my voice in a language I don't speak. And might be transformed and might meet Jesus in that conversation. All because of an obedient heart two years ago. Wow. You never know what your purpose will lead to. And, and and I just want, you know, when you think about that, when people, as you're listening to this episode and we talk about, you know, the Goliaths in our lives. And I, I want to close with that because I feel like people heard that, but they were like, well, what's a Goliath in my life? Cause it may not be Ooh. an uncircumcised Philistine because well, I don't Listen. see them walking around no more, but you know, not in that vein. But I wonder, just even as we we shift, giving them some practical, what does Goliath look like? Because you got to be ready. You got to know. You gotta, oh, my God. Because when you step into purpose, and I believe you said it earlier, that doesn't stop the attacks mm-hmm. from the enemy or from people. Let's just be That's real. That's right. That's real. Because everything ain't the devil. Come Sometimes on. it's just people that don't like you. Come on. They, don't, the they remember who you used to be. Yeah. Or who in their mind you still are because yeah. they can't see past what you did or they can't see past that. So I just want to even like I said, just just a little bit on on the Goliaths that we need to be on the watch for. I want to say um, in just a moment of my own personal testimony and um, just even something that um, our world is going through now and something that I am enduring even now. I, I just feel led to to share um, because we're living in a time where there's been so much loss, so much pain, agony, and just despair. Um, even recently, sixty, about sixty five, sixty six or so days ago, um, have buried my own husband. Um, that was senior leader and pastor with me. And I'm gonna tell you something, Pastor Nick. Um, when I wrote this book, I knew it was for the world, and it still is. There's a movement that God wants to do with Girl Yes You Can. Um, I, I have I've had brothers come to me, men of God, pastors, and say, "Where is the bro? Yes, you can. <laughs> where is the Where is the man? Yes, you can. Something we're looking for it, Pastor. It's like we'll listen, and <laughs> and so. Uh, but men of God, you said it earlier. Men of God have been blessed by this as well. But I knew this was just for the world. I did not realize that this level of adversity and this level of a Goliath would hit me. And I know I jumped from a small, what some would consider or deem a small Goliath into a massive area of loss. And I'm going to be real with you. Um, People were saying, um, because they knew that the movement had been launched and they were saying, girl, yes, you can, girl, yes, you can. Let's just be honest. I did not want to hear it at the moment. I did not want to hear it because the Goliath was looming in my face. I probably wanted to burn the book at one point. Can I be real? Come Come on. on. Because somebody, listen, this is is reality. This is life that hits. And Goliaths, when Goliaths come, they they are larger. They they seem larger than life. Can you imagine how Goliath was looming over David was literally I mean most of the grown men that were in the army they were back there was no one that would step up because of his size and his stature and many times these are the things that we will face in life, not maybe this 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 dramatic, maybe not this heavy that I spoke yeah. with, because I know I dove into the deep end, but I really had to find a space where I was willing 
to go back to what God originally said about me. And I know it sounds real simple and I know, but in the, in the, the midst of all of the, the valley and the darkness that I've experienced in this season alone, can you imagine? Most people are saying, how can you still pastor? How can you still preach? How can you still operate in purpose and authority and, and operating in destiny? You just lost your soulmate. You just lost the love of your life. Like, I don't know if I could, I, it, it was a Goliath. I'm going to be honest with you, that looming, um, that, that, that depression that was looming and, and that, that questioning of God, well, is this really the way that it was supposed to be? I mean, Goliaths can come in all different forms, can come in thoughts. It can come in circumstances. It can come with your own thoughts. It can come from an enemy. It can come from a person. Um, it can come from the in Satan himself. You know, yeah, it can yeah, come yeah. in all forms of fashion. But what I love about the Holy Spirit is, is that he is he's, he's big enough God to 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 be concerned about the the fear Listen, because there, there is fear that will try to present itself when you got to face a Goliath. Let us be real yeah, about it. There, there's real. nothing easy about rolling up on a Goliath. It's not in your strength. And I'm realizing that in this season when the girl, yes, you can movement. It's not about what you can do in yourself. What we do in the book is me. I say we that means me and the Holy Ghost partnering. Mm -hmm. We lead you back to the throne room where your true source of strength really is, because your strength is going to come to an end what david operated in on that field the purpose when you operate and step into the realm of purpose it provides you with the resources and the anointing that you need to operate in that realm what we're trying to do a lot of times is we're trying to pull from sources that won't sustain us that will not give us the ability to overcome in the seasons that we need to overcome. So what Girl Yes You Can is about is to remind you not only of who you are in Christ, but to lead you back to the heart yeah, of yeah, God yeah. so that he can provide every level of equipping that you need. Trust me, I'm learning God in such a different dynamic. And I promise you, I am overcoming my Goliath. I am Come overcoming on. because when I don't want to get out of the bed, because I know I'm talking, the Holy Spirit is speaking to someone now, those days where you don't want to get up, because I know people have had losses in this last um, year and a half due to COVID and so many situations with job and employment loss and financial loss and all types of things that are happening. How do you get encouraged to rise up on days that you just don't realize or even want to believe what God has said about you. And this yeah. is the time where you have to pull on not only the Lord, but pull, go back to what the word that has been hidden in your heart. I've got to go back. And sometimes I'm whispering to myself, but God, I'm not, you said, I'm not, I'm, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. God, you called me the apple of your eye. You said that I can do all things through Christ that gives you the strength. You have to have your weaponry and that, and I'm speaking now the sword of the spirit, which is the armor of God. And I had to pull my sword because when the enemy thought that he was going to kick me when I was down, and even when I didn't have the strength, I can still swing that sword. But the word says, I'm still fighting. I'm still reaching for God. Even when my physical flesh doesn't want to reach and doesn't feel like I can overcome this mass giant in my life that's when the spirit of god will raise up on the inside of you and begin to work for you and fight for you the bat the bible says this battle doesn't belong to you it belongs to the lord he just needs the willing vessel so yep. a lot of the fighting that we've been doing we've been exerting strength that is not even necessary come on my god that is a word from the lord when Amen. we yield ourselves yeah, yeah. to purpose, when we yield ourselves and say, yes, in spite of my deficit, yes, God, in spite of my loss, yes, in spite of everything that I'm going through, even my lack of education or even my lack of knowledge, whatever that may be, whatever that Goliath is that's staring you down and making you believe that you cannot do this. That's when you say, OK, God, but yes, but yet my answer is yes. Yet I will trust you. Yet I will obey you. So God, allow your spirit to work through me. And with you, I can do all things. So that's what I wanted to leave with everybody. Be encouraged and know that you can. God can through you. If you just, and I know some of you may not, you know, be feeling like, God, I, you know, I don't even have the strength or the energy to just, just sometimes to even get out of the bed or to, 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 um, to, to start the business or to go back to school because I am so drained. And I, I, and I sense even a refreshing 
even now that God wants to bring to your life because it is not over. This is not the end. This is not what God saw when he brought you into the earth realm. And some of you, the enemy has been lying to you and telling you that this is it and you have to settle right here because this is the destination. You can't go any further. And I'm here to disband the lies of the enemy to let you know that there is more. There is more and you are well on your way. We are here, Pastor Nick and I, along with partnering with God. We are here to encourage you yes, and yes. let you know that you can rise up. You can defeat this enemy. We're here to fight with you. We're here to pray with you and to encourage you in this moment that there is more and you will overcome this through the authority of God. God will fight this battle for you. Come on, come on. Y'all y'all can't see, but I got hands up. I got, look, I know um, what PK is talking about. We're, we're walking this out as a church. We, we're walking this out not just in, in, in her life, but as a ministry, we are literally walking this thing out and, and having to rely on God more so. Hear me, more so. Because you don't know that until you get to that point, right? And we're in this, this season where we see God in a different way. Uh, Patrick Catria says this often, I'm seeing God in a different way through this season right now. My God. I can't look at him the same anymore. I can't operate the same anymore. I have to raise myself to be more connected to him. Yeah. And so even in this series, I'm I'm prayerful and we're going to pray in a minute for everybody that's listening. But man, I am so thankful because I want people to get this. Yeah. When you unlock purpose, if when you connect with your authority, when you understand you have it, the lives that will be changed, the, the things in the world that shift. And so even as we close the series in this episode, I encourage people get so connected with God because he'll start to uncover things that yeah. you need to see, that you need to get away, that you need to strip down from, that you need to strip and give to him. But there's a beauty in being after his heart. There's a beauty when you understand that authority because you can come to him as real as you want to. You can come to him and, and be so transparent and be so intent with what you do. And so, man, Pastor Katria, I thank you so much for being on this episode in this series. And I'm going to ask two things. Okay. One, please let people know where they can get this book. And I do plan on, I've told, I've said it every week, we're getting all four books and I'm blessing somebody with these books in a few weeks. And wow. I think, girl, yes, you can. We're going to get a couple of those. We <laughs> get a couple. We might do two sets of books and we're okay. going to bless two people uh, with this whole book, with this whole set of books and watch God work in your life. And so definitely let people know where they can get the book. And then we're just going to pray for people. And then we're going to close this thing out. Well, you can definitely get the books on my website, www.katriabellministries.org. Um, that is my ministry website. And again, that's www.katriabellministries.org. And uh, we'll provide that um, information um, for you. can also go to amazon.com and that will provide you with access. You can just put my name, Katria Bell. It's Katrina without the N. That's how I um, give the, the spelling of my name. So people will know K-A-T-R-I-A, Katria Bell. You could type my name into the search bar and Amazon will bring up all of my books that are affiliated um, with my publishing company um, and the things that we do um, with our publishing. Um, we publish several authors. So you may see some names on there um, that um, are affiliated with it, but it's because my husband and I, has also, we've also helped other first time authors and their um, efforts um, to become authors. Um, and then you can also, a couple of my books are also on barnesandnoble.com. Um, and I'm grateful um, for the platforms. I'm also on Goodreads. There are a multiplicity of, um, of platforms. If you type my name, um, you can Google me, actually. That's amazing when you can say you Google me. <laughs> you can right. actually put my name in Google and it will actually bring up a lot of the links um, in Google about um, where you can find a lot of my books. But those are the main um, ways that you can definitely purchase the books and bless someone like Pastor Nick 
say I've, I've had some women that have purchased several copies of the book and they are just giving them out because they are it's really a blessing and I'm not just saying that because I'm an author this book is now feeding me in a season where I never thought that I mm-hmm. would need to be fed and I have to get up and read certain chapters of it because it's Holy Spirit led so I promise you if I'm feeding from it and being healed from it it's going to bless your life get the book it's going to be it's going to be such a blessing Awesome. And even in the description, we're going to have a link where you can just click right there and takes you right to the website to get the book. So even no matter what platform you're listening on, you'll have that link. And so even as we we bring this to a close, I, I know I know there's some prayer on your heart. I know you've been you've been speaking to the people and um, I'm going to give it to you one last time to just pray, pray us out. Well, Father, we just glorify you. We just thank you so much. Um, just for your your intention towards us. The Bible says, who is man? Who are we that you are mindful of us? Who are we that you are so intentional about us? Which means that you, you care so much about us. You love us so much. We are precious to you. We are your sons. We are your daughters, God. And so we come with such hearts of gratitude, hearts of just gratefulness that you would take out this moment to speak through your servants, God, to speak to our hearts, to speak to our our mind concerning who we are. And in this moment, for those that are reaching for purpose, for those in the the airways, on the airways listening to this podcast, for those that are still, Father God, still inundated with the cares of life, that are facing giants in their lives, and and that just don't know which way to go. They don't know the left from the right. That's just discombobulated. God, I thank you in this season that you're bringing great clarity for those that are in pursuit of their destiny so that they can be pleasing to you. So God, God, we thank you for, Father God, breaking off the assignments of the enemy on their lives, even now all against their mind. We come against mental assassins that would come to try to literally destroy the area of the mind from the people of God. I thank you, God, that we operate in keenness and levels of clarity, that divine clarity, God, that we have not even accessed ever before. God, I thank you that the people of God, that you're ordering their steps in this season, God, as we seek you, as they seek you, God. I thank you, God, that you are right there waiting for them, that you have the answers, God, that you have, Father God, everything that they need, the the healing, God, the deliverance, God, the love, God, the peace. I hear that by the Spirit of the Lord, that many are just needing peace in this season concerning who they are in Christ. They've been in turmoil in your heart. You've been in turmoil in your mind. And I hear the Lord saying that there is a settling that's going to take place even now. And I feel the power of God as you are reaching for him as you are making yourself available and reaching out to trust God again, even concerning um, the areas of life of, of your purpose and your destiny. You began to believe, said the Lord, the things of the world. You began to believe what some of um, your parents have said and some of the generational curses that have been passed down through lineages and bloodlines. I thank you, God, that you're beginning to break the cycles. You're beginning to break the curses, oh God, that the person that's reaching for you, maybe one or two or five, I hear five people that are reaching out, God, that want to be generational, um, generational guardians, those, that God, that you you cut off the, the, the curse of the enemy, and they will begin a new standard and legacy, even in their family bloodline, to know that they can do all things that you have called them to do that you give them the strength for god we just thank you for transformation even in this moment bring healing god bring deliverance bring the settlement of the mind in the name of jesus heal broken hearts oh god in the name of jesus silence the voices of the enemy silence the voices of the naysayers god in the name of jesus let your voice be magnified in their ear in their hearts in their spirit so that they can once again hear what you've called them who you've called them to be in the name of jesus i thank you in this season that we will hear testimonies oh god of people being delivered and set free even in this moment whether you're sitting in your car whether you're in your bathroom whether you're in the kitchen drinking a cup of coffee before work god i thank you god that you will invite yourself in god that you will invade their process their their space, oh God, come in, oh God, and do the work that they have desired for so long. God, I thank you for the help of the Lord. I thank you that your help, I thank you that your help is present. Your help is here for us. 
oh God, and we reach for you. I feel your power even now. I feel such your love, God. I feel the encompassing of your love to raise us up out of pits. God, I see you raising people up out of deep muck and mire, God, that, that never thought that they would be able to get out. They've been trying to get out of pits for so long. God, I thank you that you're reaching down and you're lifting them up even now. No longer will they be stuck. No longer will they be bound. But I thank you, God, for your deliverance power even now to raise your people up. And God, we promise that as you raise us to our mountaintop coming out of valley experiences, that we will give you glory, we will give you honor, and we will give you praise because all this that we do is for your glory. It's not to heap um, the glory onto ourselves. We don't want the credit because we know that you are our help. In this moment, I thank you for those that may be weeping, those that, that may be grateful for this moment even now because, God, you have invaded their space. You have come in and made yourself very known as you are exchanging even your love for their hurt as you're making beauty out of their ashes, oh God. I thank you that no enemy will be able to steal what is happening in this moment because you are such a God that you will leave the 99 and you'll come for the one, even if it's just one that needs to believe again, that needs to hope again, that needs to have confidence in you again. God, I thank you, God, that they will never turn back. They will not be like Lot's wife. They will not look back, oh God, but they will move forward because God, this is a new season. This is a new day. And I thank you, God, that you are gonna get such glory out of their lives in the name of Jesus. We cover this under the blood and we thank you for invading our space. We thank you for coming in and meeting us on this line this morning in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Pastor Katria. Wow. Thank you so much for not just being a part of vantage point, but just being, being a real leader. And, and I don't mean in, in, you know, comparison to Fagel, but I mean, just, just real transparent, intentional. And I, I know that, you know, I'm speaking for me and I know my wife as well, Pastor Angela. Um, just thank you for that because wow. we, we continue to see the grace. We continue to see the passion too. And we see the realness. And wow. that is what separates to me leaders. It's a joy and an honor to, to walk with you in this season and continue to not just build Ignite uh, Church Tulsa, but in general, just to continue to walk and build the kingdom and continue to do that because there's so much, so much more to come. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and as well for being on Vantage Point today. And so I definitely appreciate it. It's my honor. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you again. Um, it's been a pleasure. I just appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, Pastor Nick. Yes, man. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I encourage everybody, as we always see every week, continue to seek God for insight, keys, and perspective. He'll change your world. He'll change your life. We'll see you next week on Vantage Point.